Hey, hey, hey! Heads up, bitches. Welcome to another episode of Cut the Shit. I am Christian Tucker, giving you just another idiot's view of the world. I will be ranting and raving about this week's crap that has caught my attention for its stupidity or its uniqueness or its newsworthiness, or at least what I deem newsworthy anyways. As always, don't forget to catch us on the web at www.cuttheshitalready.com. There you will find links to hit to subscribe to our podcast. Also, you'll find a link to Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at PLZ Cut the Shit, as well as Facebook. You can go to www.facebook.com forward slash cut the shit already forward slash. Got something good to say or pass along? Do it at any of these locations. Got some putrid shit to spew my direction? Do it there also, dirtbag. We welcome it all. Okay, so let's get this shit going, shall we? Welcome to Cut the Shit Podcast, Episode 12, Part 2. Last week you heard Episode 12, Part 1, but uh, the podcast actually took an hour and 11 minutes to do, so I cut it up into two. So last week was Episode 12, Part 1. This week is Episode 12, Part 2. Enjoy. Let me relight this fucking cigar. I keep talking so goddamn much, it keeps going out. So... Earlier, we were talking about Cards Against Humanity putting up this fucking wall. And I mentioned some illegal aliens that have come into the States and done some pretty horrific things being here illegally. So, I have an article here. It's got a lengthy headline, but I'm going to read you the first four words. And we're going to discuss just the first four for a minute. Illegal alien Uber driver. Illegal alien Uber driver. Let's talk about that, okay? We have an illegal alien, that's the first two words, who's also an Uber driver. That's the last two words. How does that fucking happen? Right? When I owned my company, I had to use e-verify. What's e-verify? I had to fill out paperwork, even on my fucking self, to prove that I'm an American citizen or I'm capable of working in the States Legally, you know, with a green card or a work visa or some bullshit. Fill out the fucking paperwork to e-verify. Send it fucking in. They then do background checks or whatever the fuck it is they do and give me back a, a, a number, so to speak, that says, all right, he's passed. He's eligible to work in the United States. I had to do it on employees as well. Derek, uh, I had to do one on Derek. Hey, Derek, what's up, bud? <laughs> um... You have to do it on all your fucking employees. I don't care if you're a gas station. I don't care if you're fucking uh, Tyson chicken product food, you know, facility that chops chicken heads off and, and you got a guy in there doing that. He has to fucking fill out e-verify. I don't give a fuck. If you're working at Apple and you're a bigwig there, you have to fill out a fucking e-verify to make sure that you're legally here to work and not illegal, right? So Uber, why the fuck do you have illegal aliens driving your fucking cars. Do you not use e-verify? I mean, we all just assume we get into a car, we see a foreign guy in it, we assume that he's here legally. We assume you've done your due fucking diligence, right? You've done your e-verify, and you maybe have even done your own background check for my fucking safety, right? Here again, though, we have an illegal alien as an Uber driver. Fuck you, Uber. That's a sentence that never should have been fucking uttered. But let's go on with just with the rest of the headline. 
who had been deported from the U.S. once already. Wow, how many times do we hear this? We kick somebody, we catch somebody, we fucking deport them back to their fucking country, and then, like a fucking rat, they come back on the fucking ship, somehow, some way. It happens all the fucking time. And you don't think we don't need a fucking wall to slow that fucking stampede of bullshit down? We're still on the headline here, by the way. Faces multiple rape charges. All right, so let me just read the whole fucking headline to you one more time. All together, not broken up. Ready? Illegal alien Uber driver who had been deported from the U.S. once already faces multiple rape charges. That is a fucking mouthful, and that's a fucking... That's, that's just... That's disgusting. It's sinful. This is dated January 23rd, 2018. Just a couple weeks ago, asshats. All right? California police arrested Alfonso Alarcon Nunez, a registered Uber driver who is also an illegal alien from Mexico, and charged him with 10 felonies, including multiple rapes. According to their local TV station, an investigation revealed that he allegedly targeted women who were on their way home after long nights out. Let's face it. Half a fucking Uber's business is drunk motherfuckers who've been out after a long night and needing a ride home. And half of them, maybe even fucking more, are fucking women. Maybe one woman, maybe three women. Who the fuck knows? But now you've got a guy who's an illegal alien targeting drunk women trying to get home. You don't see a fucking problem with this, huh? You don't think that's a fucking issue? So here's some of the details. This Nunez guy, he's 39. They arrested him at his home. Of course, he pleads not guilty to the 10 criminal charges, including the multiple counts of rapes, of an intoxicated victim, forcible rape, and first-degree burglary. So in layman's terms, you dumb fucks, he picks them up in his fucking Uber car. He does a couple different things. One, maybe he just fucking rapes them in his fucking car somewhere nice and quiet, right? Two, he rapes intoxicated women because they're not going to fight back as much and they're probably going to be harder to believe uh, in a court case, right? Hell, they may not even remember it the next day. Forcible rape. What the fuck is forcible rape? All this legalese bullshit. Rape, by definition, is used with fucking force. It's unwanted. So to say forcible rape... Whatever. And first degree burglary. Guess what that sounds like? He drops her off at her fucking house. She stumbles to get to the door. He plays Mr. Gentleman. Let me help you again. Gets her in. And then he fucking rapes her. Okay? And then maybe steals some shit while he's fucking there. This is an Uber driver who's an illegal fucking alien. But people fucking are screaming at the top of their heads that we don't need to fucking do extreme vetting on these background checks of these motherfuckers coming to our country that we should just let any motherfucker come in at the, that fucking once. They're all good, hard-working people who are here just to better their lives. This motherfucker is bettering his lives by fucking all your bitches and raping them and fucking stealing from them. Kudos, motherfuckers. <sighs> so here's a crazy thing. This illegal alien who has held a 2015-issued California driver's license. Hey, California, what the fuck are you doing giving driver's license to illegal aliens? 
I know in Missouri and in fucking Texas, I go to get a driver's license. I have to bring my birth certificate, um, you know, some type of proof that I'm a fucking citizen and that I am who I fucking say I am. What did this illegal alien give you that caused you to give him a fucking driver's license? Fuck you, California. Jesus Christ. Do you even give a fuck about your citizens? The people who fucking live there and pay your fucking taxes and, and vote for you fuckers? Do you even give a fuck about anybody that lives in that fucking state? The female victims range from 19 to 22 years in age. He loved these bitches fucking young. Oh, Jesus Christ. Young and fucking drunk bitches coming home from a bar. That was his main target. That's just fucking insane, guys. He was deported uh, from New Mexico in 2005, but returned in the U.S. illegally at an undetermined point in time. So we don't even know when the fuck he came back in. Of course, he's being held on $1.47 million bail and could face life in prison. Good. Good. And anybody else that fucking does this bullshit needs to have the fucking same thing done. I'm so sick of this fucking shit, people. All right. God. I'm just exhausted today with this fucking shit. I need a fucking vacation. So, what, uh, with the Globe and Globes were here not too long ago. Like, back in January, right? And everybody was wearing black to support um, the Me Too movement. Now, first off, let me just say this. Wearing black to an awards event... fucking stupid all men are wearing black fucking tuxedos so where's the solidarity in that bullshit but all the women you know we're gonna wear black to this event and of course it's not mandatory right it's just hey wear black to to stand with the fucking women i'm thinking great if a chick goes and she doesn't wear black but she's got a little me too pin on or something or she gives an interview on the carpet how she supports it that's fine too right she doesn't have to fucking wear black well, there's this woman. Her name is Blanca Blanco. That's her real name. Or at least that's her stage name, whatever fuck. Um, she wears red to the fucking American Globes. What's the big deal, right? Who gives a fuck? She wears a red dress. It's sexy. It shows a lot of body. It brings her some attention. Because that's really what they're there for. That's not fucking bullshit each other. Apparently, it wasn't just her. Um, a handful of other actors went against the grain, as they put it, um, by wearing something other than black. And she gets a bunch of fucking shit. Twitter, you know, motherfuckers who don't even know this bitch are attacking her for wearing a fucking red dress, right? It's fucking asinine. She explained her decision to wear this red dress. She just says, I love red. Wearing red does not mean I am against Time's Up movement or the Me Too movement, right? She's like, I just love red, and I look fucking good in it, and I wanted to go to the war show in a fucking red dress. I've been planning for months to wear this fucking red dress. Then the Me Too movement blows up when I'm supposed to just scrap my shit and wear black. And then I look like all the other fucking sheep. Nobody had heard of this Blanca Blanco before this, right? Nobody. She wears this fucking red dress. Everybody hears about her. She goes on to say, I applaud and stand by the courageous actresses that continue to break the circle of abuse through their actions and their style choice. Is a style choice really a political statement, people? I don't... That's what's wrong with these fucking Hollywood people. They think a style choice sends a message. They think a style choice can change the fucking world. They think a hashtag can change the fucking world. 
it's just it's mind blowing the fucking thought press to some of these dumb motherfuckers. So again, I just don't see why everybody's going to get on and start bashing this Blanca chick for wearing red when everybody else is wearing black. Fuck you. It's not a cult, you fucking cocksuckers. And by you acting this way, you make it out to be a fucking cult. You're not the Church of Scientology. Motherfuckers, everybody here fucking wear black. You don't show up in fucking black, you're going to get your ass fucking handed to you, and you're out of the fucking group, right? So then everybody shows up black, but then that one little rebel wears red, and fucking the whole world loses their fucking mind. It's just, it's fucking asinine. Alright, let's move the fuck on. We should have enough about fucking the globes and black fucking dresses. I love cigars, but this motherfucker is fighting me and it's pissing me off. Um, I'm going to touch more on this in the next episode or two. I'm going to do a whole episode on just race. But this one here, I have to touch on it now. Furious Walmart customers post videos of stores locking up African American beauty products. Walmart is being sued by a customer alleging racial discrimination. The customer claims that the store is intentionally locking up certain products that are made for African Americans. And they show a picture here behind a glass case, some African American hair product that's locked up. And it's small shit, stuff like this big, right? I mean, stuff that could fit in a purse or down your pants or in a fucking brawl. Really fucking easy. Hell, one of these, I mean, they fuck right in the armpit. No one's going to fucking see it and you're out the goddamn door. So let's talk about this, you fucking idiots looking for race bullshit in every fucking corner of the fucking world. I go to Walmart and I take my son back to the electronics department and we go to look at a video game for an Xbox or a PlayStation or what the fuck ever. Guess where these video games are? They're locked up behind a glass counter. And do you know why? Because a video game is just a little bit bigger than this fucking phone. Okay? It's about as flat as that fucking phone. If they were out, and they're about 60 bucks, 60, 70 bucks, some bullshit like that. If it was just sitting out, these motherfuckers would steal these fucking video games left and fucking right all goddamn day. That's not a black thing. That's not a white thing. Hell, if anything, it's a geek thing. Are they discriminating against fucking geeks for fucking locking up their video games? Fuck you, right? It's, it's fucking asinine. I go onto the men's shaving aisle. Guess what? They have men's shaving razors because they're expensive and they're small. Again, a fucking you can get a pack of fucking men's razors that are half the size of this fucking phone, okay? And it costs you 15 bucks for like fucking three razors or some shit. It's fucking stupid. But guess what? They got them locked up in a glass case. And you know why? Because motherfuckers will steal the fucking razors because they don't want to pay 15 bucks for three fucking razors. Is that a black thing? No. Black guys shave. Is it a white thing? No. White, white guys shave. Is it... You know, a Japanese, a fucking Korean, a Mexican thing? No, all these motherfuckers shave. Oh, it must be a man thing. So I guess us men should fucking sue for dis- you know sexual discrimination, gender discrimination, because fucking men, you know, are the ones who are, bought- are stealing these fucking razors. No, it's just because it's high theft shit. Okay, you dumb fucks. So here at this particular Walmart, as a matter of fact, you go to the Walmart here in my fucking town, the black beauty products aren't locked up. Why is that? Why is my Walmart's Black Beauty products not locked up, but this Walmart's Black Beauty products are locked up? Let me just take it a step further. I have been to a Walmart in a predominantly black neighborhood 
and I have seen tons of shit locked up. What does this tell the average, normal, rational thinking motherfucker, right? You walk into, let's just, you know, a ghetto, Walmart, and half the shit's locked up behind glass ca- cases. What else do you normally see? Normally you see a fucking, like, an armed security guard at each fucking door, okay? Because you're in an environment where there's a lot of fucking theft taking place. There's a lot of poor people who can't afford $15 fucking razors, or in this case, $10 fucking hair product. So they're stealing it. So Walmart says, we're tired of our shit getting fucking stolen, so we're going to put it behind a glass case. And if you fucking want it, get an associate, and we'll get a key, and we'll get it out for you, okay? It's to keep their shit from getting fucking stolen. I don't see the fucking problem here, people. So for this woman now to say that race, you know, Walmart's, you know, racial discrimination because they lock up the black hair products, bitch, why don't you check yourself and your fucking neighborhood, your community? If they're locking up black hair product, it's because bitches in your community are stealing that shit. And if it bothers you, then talk to the bitches in your fucking community about stealing the shit from fucking Walmart. It's fucking simple. Don't fucking blame Walmart for trying to protect their fucking shit. Guess what? Walmart has locks on their doors. Some of these that aren't open 24-7 at night, you know what they do? They lock the fucking doors. Why? So motherfuckers don't come in and steal shit. It's okay to have locks on shit that have high fucking theft value fucking morons. Computers are in a locked fucking case. They don't just leave laptop computers sitting the fuck out. $800 fucking laptop computer ain't gonna just fucking walk out of goddamn Walmart. It's fucking locked up. What the fuck is your problem? There's no fucking racial discrimination. You're a fucking idiot. And guess who this fucking representing that bitch? It's fucking Gloria Allred. Is there a picture of her on her? Gloria fucking Allred, she's got to be the fucking worst fucking attorney on the fucking planet. Fuck that cunt. But now, so people are tweeting about this shit. Uh, Here's some chick. If Walmart is going to lock up hair products, they need to do it for all of them, not only the ethnic hair products. (sighs) Bitch. Again, what does this fucking tell you? If there is a Starbucks latte shampoo that all the little white girls like, right? And then there is an ethnic shampoo and they're both sitting on the fucking shelf. And month in, month fucking out, the ethnic shampoo is getting stolen 10 to one over the fucking Starbucks shampoo. I'm just being a facetious asshole, obviously. Which one is Walmart gonna fucking lock up? Damn fucking Skippy, the ethnic fucking hair product. Because the Starbucks for these little preppy white bitches isn't getting fucking stolen. It's the ethnic shit. Now, let's take that a step further. Two bitches come in the fucking store. One's black, one's fucking white. They both go to this fucking aisle. They both pick up their product. The black girl picks up the ethnic. The white girl picks up her little fucking Starbucks latte shampoo bullshit. They both put it in their fucking cart. They go to the end of the aisle. The black chick turns right. The white chick turns left. And there's a security guard there. Who do you think he's going to fucking follow and why? Let's just be honest. He's going to follow the black girl. And why? One, because she picked up the ethnic hair product that's getting stolen 10 to 1 over any fucking thing else. He doesn't know if she's going to steal it. More likely, she's not going to steal it. But 
If something's going to get stolen between those two, it's that ethnic hair product because they have inventory control. They know what the fuck gets stolen. So now the security guard decides to follow fucking her, right? Let's say he gets spotted following her. Now this black chick throws a fucking shit. She wants to sue because he didn't follow the white girl. Any fucking court case, it's a slam fucking dunk. They use the, the statistics and the inventory control measures to show that this product gets stolen 10 to fucking 1 over this. I had to make a decision as a security officer on who to fucking follow. Who is more likely to steal this? Or actually, what product is more likely to get fucking stolen? And it was the ethnic fucking one. Now, flip it. The white chick grabs the ethnic shit and the black chick grabs the fucking uh, Starbucks fucking shampoo. Same thing. One takes right, one takes left. Who is he going to follow? He's going to follow the white chick because she's got the product that's most likely to be fucking stolen. He's not following the white chick because she's white. He's not following the black chick because she's fucking black. He's following them because of the product that is more likely to get fucking stolen. Got it? Get it? Fucking good. Move on. Mm. Oh, before we move on, I just found the fucking picture here. The California woman sues Walmart for racism over this common security measure. And here's a picture of this fucking woman. She's got a shit ton of fucking hair, so I'm sure she probably has to buy a lot of this, this hair care product. And she's sitting there with the fucking biggest cunt of a wart on the planet, Gloria Allred. Fuck that bitch. God, I hate that fucking bitch. Alright, so while we're kind of talking about a little bit of some of this shit, um... I may, I may touch on this, too, in the whole racist um, podcast that we do. I think, I'll, I think I'll dedicate that whole podcast to just racism. But there's an Air Force sergeant. She's under investigation for using a profanity-laced Facebook tirade in which she, they say, denigrates black females who are lower rank than her. Um, so this, this Air Force sergeant, she says, It pisses me off that they have no respect and constantly have attitude. What the fuck is up with that? That's what she says. Okay, so far, there's nothing racist in there. She's talking about a segment of women who treat her like fucking shit. She gives orders. Everybody in the group fucking does it except this little segment of fucking women who happen to be African-American, black, whatever the fuck you want to call them. I hate the whole hyphenated American bullshit, so I'm sticking with fucking black. Um, so she loaded this video up. Of course, it gets 900,000 views. That's obviously when shit hits the fan, right? She goes on to say, they're talking down to me. I'm trying to tread lightly as a higher ranking non-commissioned officer to not blow the fuck up and start a fight club. Every time I fucking talk to them, it's like I'm some stupid ass girl that doesn't even deserve to be talked to as a person. Here's why they're calling this shit racist. Because let's say she's got a, a platoon or whatever fuck it is of 20 fucking girls. 17 of them are white, Asian, and Mexican, and three of them are black. I'm just throwing out some fucking numbers here, people, so don't give me any bullshit. The 17 girls, according to her, are doing their shit. They're getting down. They're doing the fucking push-ups. They're standing up. They're doing their fucking pull-ups. They're doing their jumping jacks. They're doing whatever the fuck they need to without any fucking lip. But you got these other three that are black that are giving her fucking lip, refusing to get down and do the push-ups, refusing to stand up and do the pull-ups, refusing to do the fucking jumping jacks. That's what she's fucking talking about. And she's trying to understand why is it? Why do these black women feel like they could fucking act this way and talk this way? They're in the fucking military. We're all fucking one here. In the military, let's face it, yeah, there's some racist shit in it, but it's probably the most least racist institution in the United States. 
They don't give a fuck what color you are. Can you go kill a motherfucker? That's what they care. Can you go kill a motherfucker? Boom. End of story. So, of course, the Air Force forced to take fucking action over these fucking bitches. Um, they put out a statement. While the actions of this individual are inappropriate and unacceptable, we are using this information to continue a dialogue with our airmen about the topic of good order and discipline. So you can't even go on and say, listen, I can't work with this segment of the population because they don't respect me. They don't do the things that are required, whether it's black, whether it's Asian, whether it's Mexican, whether it's fucking little preppy Starbucks latte drinking bitches. You can't, it doesn't matter. You, you fucking try to say something like that and all hell breaks loose. Why can't anybody speak the fucking facts anymore? Why can't anybody talk about the fucking truth any fucking more? It's just, it's, again, it, it's, it's fucking insane. <sighs> Let's just move on from this shit, too, because I don't even want to deal on this anymore. We're, this podcast going way too fucking long today. So, I'm tired of people who fuck up, and then everybody immediately screams for them to lose their job, or to be fucking fired, or to be humiliated or punished somehow. Another example. A Texas lawyer was fired after an argument with an Uber driver. This Uber driver, he recorded the incident. Warner, 32, she was a passenger, began cursing and insulting Platt, the driver, calling him an idiot. At one point she said, I think this might be kidnapping. So Platt decided to pull over. She goes on, you're so stupid. I want the cops to come so they can fuck you up. Warner can be heard saying to Platt on the video recording. Platt said that he asked Warner to get out of the car and that when she declined, he called the police. He went on to say that she actually hit him. Um, Warner later denied that. It was... So according to Warner, she said, It was not how I expected the night to go. Police reviewed the recording and did not prosecute. Also, the driver didn't want to prosecute. So obviously there was no evidence of her hitting him uh, because they would have gone ahead and fucking arrested her for doing that if that had happened, even if the driver didn't want to press charges. Okay? Um... I get this chick, she, you know, she was a little concerned about um, being kidnapped or something in this in this Uber car. My, um, at the time, my ex-wife, her name is Tammy, she took an Uber from the Kansas City airport to home. It's like at midnight when she got in. The guy picks her up and starts talking to her and so forth, talking about how pretty she is and how sexy she is and all this other type of shit really started to fucking worry her, right? As he's driving her home, he kind of goes a different route, if you will. He He's not going the way that uh, she expects him to go. And she says something to him about it. And of course, he comes back with, no, I know a better way. Well, she's lived there her whole fucking life. She's been to the airport a million fucking times. So she's a little fucking suspicious. She fucking calls me at this point and has a conversation loud enough for the Uber driver to hear, right? And so then she's like, well, I'm putting you on, I'm putting my on tracker so you can kind of know where I'm at and shit. This guy, you know, he gets a little offended by it or whatever, but fuck him. You don't pick up a fucking female and talk about how pretty she is or any of this other shit at 12 o'clock at night and do that type of crap. So you've got this attorney in Dallas who um, is with this driver. He's going a different direction. She's asking him to stop and to go the right direction. 
She then tells him, I feel like you're kidnapping me. And things get fucking heated. He says something. She tells him, you're a fucking idiot. I hope the cops fuck you up. Get me, get me the fuck out of this car. All this other type of shit. Of course, he records it. And it plays on the fucking news. She ends up losing her fucking job. Why? Why did this bitch lose her fucking job? I mean, who knows? She may have been a, an insufferable fucking cunt that just everybody fucking hates, right? But she didn't do anything fucking wrong here, okay? She felt uncomfortable in a fucking Uber car, asked the guy to fucking stop it because she felt like maybe he was kidnapping her, and then things get hit between them. She probably said some things she regrets, whatever, don't we fucking all. But it doesn't mean you fucking lose your job. It doesn't mean you need to have people calling for you to lose your fucking job. And who gives a fuck if she's an attorney or a, a prosecuting attorney or whatever the fuck she is. She's fucking human. She makes fucking mistakes. It's not the fucking end of the goddamn world. So for somebody then to demand that she lose her job or go ahead and fire her over that is fucking asinine. Next fucking topic. I don't even know what fucking number we're on. Phone cases with credit card holders on them. Why? Are you guys that fucking stupid? Am I going to take my phone, which is, you know, $1,200 fucking phone, and then am I going to put my driver's license and my credit card and my debit card in this fucking thing. Now, this thing is worth a hell of a lot more than $1,250. And guess what? If I'm out drinking with some friends and I fucking set it on the bar and get talking and then there's a pretty girl or a buddy wants to go play pool or what the fuck ever, and I go to do that, oh, I fucking forgot my phone, right? Everybody loses their phone. Everybody forgets their phone places. But now you've got your fucking driver's license, your credit card, and your debit card attached to this fucking phone. So now besides having to fucking get a goddamn brand new phone and dealing with AT&T, Sprint, Verizon, or whoever the fuck it is that you do, and go through all the bullshit to get a new phone, you've also now got to call your credit card, cancel it. you got to cancel your fucking debit card, and they may have already used it at that point. You've also now got to go get a new fucking driver's license. That means going to the fucking DMV and dealing with that bullshit. So... Yeah, it may be convenient to have your fucking credit cards and bullshit attached to your phone, but it's fucking stupid. And you're an idiot if you're doing Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Get a normal fucking phone and use a normal fucking wallet like everybody else to keep your fucking shit together. Okay, another thing that was in the news that's bothered the shit out of me is this pipeline bullshit. Uh, what was this last one that all the celebrities and shit were screaming about the Dakota pipeline or some shit. Okay. So let's kind of get into that. So, you know, we got all these asshats screaming about the pipeline from for oil from Canada to the USA and how it isn't safe and how they don't want it. Celebrities and people protesting and camping out to stop it and such. I'm looking at you, Shailene Woodley. All right. You're a fucking hot bitch, but Jesus Christ, you're stupid. Um, so let me just show you a picture of something, okay? Take a look here. What's this picture of? Oh, it's just an image of all the pipelines in the U.S. This may shock some of you. I don't know. Pretty fucking crazy, right? Guess what? There's thousands upon thousands of miles of pipelines in the U.S. spreading through every fucking state. You never hear anyone bitching about them. You never hear news of oil spills and such with these pipelines. So what the fuck is one more pipeline, people. Really. Is this one pipeline going to be the straw that breaks the fucking camel's back? In fact, let me tell you, here's some 
Interesting info for some of you fucking idiots out there. The United States has the largest network of energy pipelines in the world. Yeah, the world. With more than 2.4 million miles of pipe. The network of crude oil pipeline in the U.S. is extensive. Okay, There are approximately 72,000 miles of crude oil lines in the U.S. that connect regional markets. 72,000 miles, you fucking dipsticks. You should be more worried about oil spills in the ocean. Those happen, seems like, more fucking frequently. How much oil spilled into an ocean every year? Well, guess what? According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 1.3 million gallons of petroleum are spilled into the U.S. waters from vessels and pipelines in a typical year. A major oil spill could easily double that amount. That's from April 23rd, 2010. So listen, if you want to protest some shit, protest that. It's more understandable and you could probably get people behind you and affect real change. Maybe get safer protocols put in place, new technology to protect the ocean. Listen, dumbasses, cut the fucking shit. Take a look at this map again. Do you see that? It's fucking insane, okay? One more fucking pipeline coming through fucking North Dakota or wherever the fuck it is down to fucking Amarillo, Texas, or wherever the fuck it was going, is not that big a fucking deal. And with that said, I am fucking worn the fuck out. Actually, today was going to be more playful and kind of fun. Uh, My attitude that I brought to the podcast, though, was a shitty attitude, so it kind of went a little shitty and negative. I was actually going to introduce something called Meow Music. Um, Yes, what the fuck is Meow Music? It's something I like to do when I'm driving long distance. So let's say I'm driving from Dallas to Kansas City or Dallas to Florida. I've listened to audiobooks and, you know, Sirius XM and radio stations, and I just, God, I get fucking bored, right? So then I'll put plug my phone in and I'll listen to some of the music I have on iTunes. And I know all the fucking words to all the fucking songs, right? Somewhere along the way, I started doing this weird thing where instead of saying the words to the songs, instead of singing the lyrics, I started meowing the lyrics. And um, I don't know. I enjoy the fuck out of it. It's funny. I laugh at myself while I'm driving. It's fucking stupid. It's ignorant. And uh, it's just a, a way, to, I guess, to fucking blow off some steam and kill some time as you're driving. So I thought, man, I wonder if I was to meow a song to somebody, would they know the song I'm singing? Would it be, you know, could they, could they guess the lyrics or they guess the song just by the way I was meowing it? So I thought, ah, you know, the next podcast, I'm going to sing a song or part of a song, you know, probably just the chorus, but I'm going to meow it. And I'm going to see um, if people can guess it. And then at the end of the podcast, I'd play a portion of that song uh, so that you could know what it was and see if you were right or not and see uh, how well my meowing uh, as music goes. But I'm not in the mood to fucking do that today. So I will save it for next week's podcast. So hopefully next week I can introduce you to uh, meow music and we can play a little game with it. Have a little fun. Something stupid. Something lighthearted and fun instead of this fucking bullshit. Anyways, let me just thank you for uh, joining Cut the Shit Podcast. 
Uh, I'm not even fucking sure what episode this was. I think it was 12. God damn, that's how long we've been doing this one here today. It's, it's a long podcast. I apologize. Probably lost a lot of you along the way. Um, do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Um, hit the like button. And as always, visit www.cuttheshitalready.com. And uh, you can find archived videos and all that good stuff there. So um, until next time, guys, as Ron Burgundy says, stay classy.